0: What is up everybody? It's your girl Constantin and benicia hey I noticed last time I did this and I was pointing in the wrong direction. So okay. You and I are listening to and watching constant the podcast. Today is Wednesday, so today is dedicated to Bible study. Um let's go ahead and pray and then we can hop into it. Okay. Um, I'll do the prayer. Yeah, I got it. Uh, Father God, thank you so much for this day. Uh Thank you for our lives. Thank you for bringing us together in union to discuss your word. Thank you, God, for the opportunity to even be able to read your word. Um, Father God, I just ask that as we go in and dissect the word of God, I pray, Lord, that we are able to uh, fully understand and interpret it the way that you wish. Um, Bless us with wisdom and knowledge to fully understand the text that we read. And um, I just thank you again for this amazing day and for our lives. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Amen. Amen amen okay so let us let's begin so um last week we you know we had to skip bible study. so this week we will be covering second peter uh chapter one verses five through eleven we will also be covering ecclesiastes uh what is it i think it's ecclesiastes yeah,
1: yeah. It Don't get me, girl. okay <laughs>
0: Sorry, guys. It is uh, Ecclesiastes chapter nine, verse 10, just one verse. So we're going to start off with second Peter. And um, if you guys did not have the chance to read it, uh, should I just read it for them? Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah.
0: Okay. So I'm reading out of the King James version, and this is verse five. It says, and beside this, giving all diligence, add to your faith virtue, and to virtue knowledge, and to knowledge temperance, and to temperance patience, and to patience godliness, and to godliness brotherly kindness, and to brotherly kindness charity. For if these things be in you and abound, they make you that ye shall never be barren or unfruitful in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. But he that lacketh these things is blind, and cannot see afar, and have forgotten that he was purged from his old sins. Wherefore, rather, brethren, give diligence to make your calling and election sure. For if ye do these things, ye shall never fall for so an entrance shall be ministered unto you abundantly into the everlasting kingdom of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. So um, after reading that, what did you take away from it?
1: Um, basically, like, the importance of just, I don't know, like, being, being good I don't know. Like, I I'm gonna let you take this one first because I had to do a lot of comparison between the NIV and the King James version, and, and the the the
0: I don't know. The NIV kind of hit me a little differently. So okay. I'm gonna let you take it. Um. So when I read this, I um. So yes, definitely the importance of being good, but I think also understanding that like. Uh, being a follower of Christ and being fruitful in knowledge or whatever, like being a follower of Christ is more than just faith, okay and um, you know faith is a part of it, but in order to be effective as a follower of Christ, or in order to be fruitful, um, these other things are necessary. I believe it lists seven, and so um I kind of like looked up. So the first thing that this verse lists is virtue. So I had to look up what virtue means. I guess I kind of knew what it meant, but I never really knew the full definition of virtue, as silly as it sounded. So um, I looked it up and virtue just basically is like good morale. Um, another thing, uh, the next thing that falls in line is knowledge. So I googled like, you know, what is knowledge in the Bible? And knowledge is, of course, like knowledge of all things, but I guess more so knowledge of god's word and understanding his word kind of like falls in line with wisdom
1: Mm
0: -hmm. um the next thing was temperance and i believe temperance was i think i had i read two definitions i'm gonna double check temperance abstinence from alcoholic drink that's just like the standard definition (laughs) let me see temperance in but in the bible It might mean the same thing as an emotional restraint, self-control. That's what it was. That's what I came across. Um, So, and on top of that, you need patience. And I mean, we talk about like just being patient and being able to listen to God's word and not being so pressed over instant gratification and just allowing things to fall in line. Um, And the next thing to fall in line, godliness, brother, godliness, brotherly kindness, doing unto others as you want done unto you. And when you are able to uh, have that, then you can, you know, partake in charity, I think all of these things just fall in line with being a follower of Christ. And so um, I don't know, I think oftentimes, like when I'm in discussion with other friends, they'll say things like, uh, it's so hard to be a Christian all the way around, which I can agree to. But I think like, these are the steps to being a good Christian, being a good follower, and just taking these things. And when you see it like this, I guess it, 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 it's presented in an easy manner. Yeah, you know, like it's not so. It's not such a hard concept anymore. It's not so like I have to follow these rules. Da, 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 da. Although you should, of course, follow the Ten Commandments and things like that. But I think that these are great tips to keep in mind in order to be an effective Christian. Um, I don't know why I keep doing this. This is definitely what that book means. This chapter means. When you look in verse eight, for if these things be in you and abound, they make you that ye shall never be barren or unfruitful in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. Like. Um, and then we look at nine but he that lacketh these things is blind and cannot see afar off and have forgotten that he was purged from his old sins um being a christian is also understanding that jesus did die for our sins and when you don't have these you know when you don't have this recipe to being an effective follower of christ you you know uh i guess basically still live in your old ways mentally and you don't realize that you are born again or new or have a new presence in god's eyes and so um i just think it's imp- I, you know i guess that's that's really what i took from it um let me see yeah and then verse 11 letting you know for so an entrance shall be ministered unto you abundantly into the everlasting kingdom of the lord jesus christ like if you have all these things then you have a space in heaven so that's what i took from it <laughs> i don't know what else to say <laughs> <laughs>
1: that's that's basically the gist of what I got from it as well like um some things that stuck out to me was verse 9 where it was talking about um but he that lacketh these things um is blind and cannot see afar off and have forgotten that he was purged from his old sins that's something that I struggle with and that we are constantly talking about um but um But just the idea of like forgiving yourself and like getting over and moving past all the stuff that you've gone through in life. But then I hit up, you know, I'm saying the NIV version. And um, just because I like reading both of them because Mm -hmm. they give me different, they feed me. No, I feel you. Right. Um, But ding, ding, ding. What was it? It's verse eight where it was saying, for if you possess these qualities in increasing measure, um, they will keep you from being ineffective and unproductive in your knowledge of the Lord, of our Lord Jesus Christ. And what got me was the ineffective and unproductive part, like basically, like, you know, through me practicing good faith and just, you know, what the things that come from keeping good faith, which is knowledge, self-control, um, perseverance, and all of that, that ultimately ultimately leads to godliness. I um, It was just kind of like, I don't know, I feel like I'm explaining it poorly, but-
0: You're doing a good job because, we go ahead.
1: <laughs> just because like the, just the two words of being ineffective and unproductive, it's just something that I struggle with just like, and you know, not even with just like keeping my faith, but just like in, you know, everyday life of being, of like being scared of being unproductive. And then like the anxieties that come from that. But then like with me reading that line, I went back and reflected on the whole idea of knowledge. And like, what I really liked is how it went, like how it was, uh structured in both versions it was just kind of like um you once you add goodness from goodness comes wow. right comes right. right so right right just like, you know it's literally a step you know of a, a step yeah
0: and I think I think I wait were you finished no you could take it. you got it okay no so I like that you uh so you first started this off by saying that it was like basically all just pieces of practicing good faith and i like that because um yeah you need self-control to have faith you need perseverance to have faith um or like what good faith you know you need all of these things and so i like that and then also yeah um i think i had touched on it but didn't really articulate it well um when i had brought up the fact that friends will say like it's hard to be a good christian it's like these things fall in line with one another once you have this Piece of the puzzle. You have the next piece of the puzzle, and you have the next piece of the puzzle, and you have the next piece of, piece of the puzzle. So, I've, although I've, of course you should strive for all of these things, I think they will all fall in line. Um, mm-hmm. You talked about structure. I think it. I think the way that this was phrased is also important. Like, there's a reason that like goodness came before knowledge, and self-control came before perseverance. As far as I'm looking at the NIV version right now, but I, I mean, I think I don't necessarily have that all fully thought out. But I think it's important for us to look at this, uh, like, at the structure and. I guess look at why one came before the other.
1: Yeah, like to me, like, you know, because I'm, I realize that the Bible is very purposeful in like its language and how it sets stuff up. So it was just like, for me, it was relaying to me, like, I cannot, because what I'm struggling with right now is gaining self control. Like, not that I just be like off the rails, you know what I'm saying? But just like, you know, I'm aware that with self control, I can conquer other things, but the hardest thing to conquer is myself. But it's just kind of like, you know, with the structure, it was just like, I can't even really gain self control until I have that knowledge—knowledge knowledge of right. self, knowledge of faith, knowledge of Christ. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. basically, would it relate to me that it's levels to this? Right. And in me passing, or like in me going through all of those levels, you know, it ultimately leads to godliness, and right. I was just kind of like. I like that.
0: It's levels to this. I like that. And yeah, you are correct. There like this the Bible is like uh fully like it's worded with intent. And there's a reason it is written this way. And I think, yeah, you're correct. Um this very reason make an effort to add to your faith goodness and to goodness not like these things are just gonna fall in line. You're not just gonna get the other without having achieved or comp yeah, without having achieved. Of the best level or form of the ladder. Like you have to, you know, fall, like it's all going to fall in line. So, um, I think I like that. Um, and number, or excuse me, verse eight did stick out to me as well. More so because I know, or no, excuse me, verse nine, whoever does not have them is nearsighted blind, forgetting that they have cleansed from, that they have been cleansed from their past. It stuck out to me because I know we've had that conversation in the past that you've like are, not even just you, just oftentimes before you reach that uh, understanding that God is always going to accept you, you know, we fall back and we're like, oh, is God going to like me even though I did this? Or, you know, I effed up here, is God going to like me? So um, I like that it puts it into perspective. Like, I like how it talks about the opposite of godliness is forgetting that you are cleansed of these sins, like just still living in that past uh, version of yourself. Yeah. I like that
1: I did too yeah
0: um I don't I feel like it was a very straightforward yeah. reading um
1: yeah, yeah. I don't know
0: do you have anything else to add
1: I didn't really have I didn't I really wasn't like able to jump straight into it just because I felt like like we both had this kind of a uh, struggle, I guess, before with like how we were reading the word, and it was just kind of like duh, duh, you know yeah. what I'm saying. But like once I went back and forth between the two versions and really was like, you, you know, listening and everything, or right. like whatever, <laughs> I, you know, was able to find more value in this, mm-hmm. in this passage. It was nice.
0: Yeah, no, I thought it was a nice passage as well. Um, yeah, this was one that I didn't actually read this and I, I didn't feel like, yeah, duh. I kind of read it and I, I automatically, um, so actually I, I was reading it at work when I was in the office last week and I was just, uh, I don't know why it, the, um, the layout, the structure, like the format, like the order of the steps just stuck out to me. And so then I immediately just went and started looking at the words. I was like, okay, there's a reason why this, um, why it's placed in this order. There's a reason why these specific words were chosen. Um, I don't know. This I thought this was a good. I thought this was a good read. Kind of just a reminder of what it really is to be a Christian. And I mean, this is coming from Peter, somebody that was alongside Jesus Christ and had been through everything. Um, you know, Peter went through the doubting, you know, lack of faith on several different occasions. He saw Jesus work great, uh, great works, and still denied him. Like he went through so many things. And so him preaching this is just kind of like it's just. Just a good reminder. I don't know. A uh, very lighthearted read and enjoyable yeah. read. I, I thought I thought it was good. Yeah.
1: Um
0: I don't think <laughs> I'm trying to see if I take anything else away from it. I think um like verse eight, just so in the K excuse me, in the NIV version it says, for if you possess these qualities in increasing measure, they'll like they will keep you from being ineffective and unproductive in your knowledge of Jesus Christ and like um that's just something to take away too like it it doesn't help to just have that knowledge and not use it you Mm -hmm. know just remembering to be effective remembering to be active in your faith and just I don't know not being idle with the knowledge that you have so yeah that was something else that I like but I guess we touched on that so do you have anything else to add
1: no that's it I'm really excited to get to it's, it's
0: ecclesiastes. okay let's get there Ecclesiastes. so okay so that concludes second peter we're not going to jump to ecclesiastes chapter 9 verse 10 um wanna, wanna, wanna... no let me get there too i'm not there uh, i just had it memorized okay verse chapter 9 verse 10 let me find it okay this is the niv version i'm gonna go to kjv all
1: right I'm, that's how I'm, i read it yeah all right can i take can i do this one go me? ahead because I don't know why bro but like okay okay first of all verse 10 I felt like was I enjoyed reading verse 10 more in the King's James version just because I don't know like it was speaking to me a little more but the um the NIV you know broke it down in layman's term for me but you know basically the idea of like whatever you can do with your hands do it and um you know just do it like there is no if you are able if you are able-bodied and are understanding of your talents and everything like that then you know then to just act on it because it says uh for in the realm of the dead where you are going there's neither working nor planning right or wisdom, nor wisdom right <laughs> it was just kind of like you know like if you don't do it what you can right now then you will right. miss-
0: exactly exactly
1: so but like I don't know why but it was just kind of like and I think it was for it was the reason on the first word because I think in the King James version the first word in verse 10 is like whatsoever but then in NIV it's whatever but um it just i don't know i just felt compelled to read the whole chapter right right Right. and oh my gosh whoever wrote this was on some poetry man like it's
0: ecclesiastes he's a prophet i looked it up
1: okay okay yeah i need to go look up this dude because he was like um i don't know like i really just fell in love with the whole chapter because like in verse 11 it was like because, and then I liked the fact, because I don't know, this was honestly, this was like the first time that I read a piece of scripture and I was getting like visuals of it, but in like a movie format and I was really enjoying it. And, um, because like how I was picturing it was, it was just this dude that's sitting under a tree and he's under the sun, you know, um, observing everything that's going on around him and coming to these conclusions and um and verse 11 is where the poetry started uh in the niv it was just like the race is not to the swift or the battle to the strong nor does food come to the wise or wealth to the brilliant or favor to the learned but time and chance happen to them all and i was just like whoa like basically like um would it it relate to me that it's just kind of like it really doesn't matter what kind of hand you're dealt in life or like or like maybe you feel like you know whatever situation you're in in life is just whatever I don't really understand I can't really explain myself I'm not articulating well but like what I got from it is just kind of like everything happens to everybody. and it doesn't matter if you're favored or if you have money or whatever whatever like you know for lack of a better phrase like shit happens right um and then in verse 12 it was like moreover no one knows when their hour will come as fish are caught in a cruel net or birds are taken in a snare so people are trapped by evil times that fall unexpectedly upon them and I was just like I don't know, like it gave me a sense of calmness and like serenity, I guess. Maybe that might not be that great of a word either. (laughs) But I don't know, like, I don't know. Like verse 10 was good. I really appreciated verse 10 because it was the setup for verse 11 and 12. But 11 and 12 is really what kind of made sense of verse 10 for me. And then like, um, and then like this, I was a little confused because in the verses, I think it's like verse nine, it was like, enjoy your life with your wife, whom you love all the days of this meaningless life that God has given you under the sun, all your meaningless days, for this is your lot in life and in your toilsome labor under the sun. I was just confused as to why they used the word meaningless because I was just like. Um,
0: They don't use meaningless in the new, in the King James Version.
1: Yeah, which, which, um,
0: which is why I was so conflicted by that because it was just like. But moreover, I think the Bible does a good job of reminding us that like, or just following God, the end goal, like whatever happens on this earth just doesn't matter. And I think that that's what this verse, I think that's what this whole book is telling us like, live the life that you are given. It don't matter what you do with that life, obviously go hard for it. I really love verse 10 whatsoever thy hand findeth to do, do it with thy might, for there is no work, nor the device, nor knowledge, nor wisdom in the grave. Like, it's just reminded that when you die, none of this stuff matters. So while you have the chance, go ahead and do it. You had also brought up verse 11. Um, I like that because it's like the only thing that's guaranteed is chance and opportunity. Like that's the only thing that you're going to get. So just like you said, shit happens. Instead of sitting around crying, worrying about oh my life is bad, da, da 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 you have the opportunity to try again. You have the opportunity to end up in a better situation. You have the opportunity to learn from this. Um, this whole, uh, okay, so let's go back to, because you had said meaningless. Verse nine in the King James Version uses the word vanity. Um, vanity is another thing that's kind of just like, I mean, you know, everybody cares about the exterior. Everybody, You know, that vanity is literally caring about your exterior. But at the end of the day, it's literally nothing. Like, you may be the most beautiful person in the world, but this is nothing. You know, th- that is not the point of life. So I think that might be why the NIV version chose to use meaningless. Yeah. Because I think a lot of us live for this body, live for the flesh. And the flesh is just so meaningless. Although, so I like that verse 10 is caveated by, or like verse 9 caveats, verse 10, by um, prepping that because then you're also reminded like whatever you have the opportunity to do go ahead and do it it may be meaningless but you have chance to live the way you want to live and i think it's so beautiful because it just reminds us that like god gives us the opportunity to do these great things in our lives you know
1: well more or less like he gives us like that whole thing with free will like we really do have um the opportunity or the power to kind of do whatever whatever you want right our lives, you know what I'm saying? Right. And it's really just up to us to use our hands and put it to work.
0: Right. No, yeah, I love her. I, I, I like verse 10. um I think it was kind of like I said to you earlier today, I think, or earlier before we had got on this call, it was just like, uh, whatever you do, put your foot in it. Like, go all out and go 100% because you have the ability to do it. And you can't do it when you die. So, like, I mean, to me, I just felt like this was like a motivational, like a reminder, like, you have this gift, go for it. Um, what was so sad was towards the end of this chapter, um, when he tells that story about the guy who had wisdom and saved the city and nobody remembered the guy like wisdom, although wisdom is one of the most important traits and like the Bible, um, talks about how wisdom is so important. You should be asking God for wisdom and all this stuff, but at the end of it all, nobody cares about wisdom. Um, mm-hmm. let me read verse, what, what verse was it? Uh, verse 12, no, no, no. Verse 13. No
1: verse 14.
0: Verse 14. Um, I'll read it for you guys. There was a little city, a few men within it, and there came a great king against it and besieged it and built great bulwarks against it. Now there was found in it a poor wise man, but he, and he by his wisdom delivered the city, yet no man remembered that same poor man. Then I said, wisdom is better than strength. Nevertheless, the poor man's wisdom is despised and his words are not heard. The words of wise men are heard and quiet more than the cry of him that ruleth among fools. Wisdom is better than weapons of war, but one sinner destroyeth much Good. Okay, I just got like a whole different. What uh,
1: the last <laughs> I, from? I like this chapter so much that I'm looking at these as bars, bro. And that I mean, yeah, I was like,
0: I'm, I was reading it. And I was like, hold on, did I see this yesterday? Like, because <laughs> I, <laughs> I just, I, the only thing I took from it was that like nobody rem- remembered the um, guy that had wisdom. Like that just didn't matter. Although he had the ability to save the city, nobody cared. But now I'm reading, and uh, first of all, you go ahead while I dissect this because it <laughs> like you have something to say.
1: Oh, no, I think I'm about to say what you're about to say, because the part where it's just like, but one sinner destroyeth much good, good. that's the part that really, like, popped me in the head. I was just kind of like, and I'm not fully done deciphering it, because it's just, but I don't know. Huh?
0: I said that was a lot.
1: Yeah, yeah, like, literally, what, eight, I mean, like, six or seven words, and it, it develops like a whole a whole new meaning like wisdom is better than weapons but one sinner destroyeth much good I was just like dang like you said like the story was really sad but it really
0: I'm looking at verse look at verse 17 the words of wise men are heard in quiet more than the cry of him that ruleth among fools that okay. What are you getting from that? Because right now I'm hearing like the loudest nigga in the room is usually the brokest. Like that's what I'm hearing. Like
1: that's literally what I got. The the person that's talking the most has the least to offer. The offer, yeah. And the person that is the most quiet has the most to give. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, in relation to the story with the old man, like because essentially his wisdom is what delivered the city. Right. But after them being delivered, they forgot him and forgot his words. Right. So, you know what I'm saying like.
0: Okay, so what? So let's relate this back to our lives. Let's relate this back to, you know, us. How can this be um, applied to an everyday life? Just remembering that, like, your wisdom and knowledge, like, what? That it goes to waste, but not goes to waste? Not that it goes to waste, but, like, people aren't gonna remember you for it?
1: Like, what? At least what I got from it is that, um, you know, it's like a saying where, or, just I think it used to be towards women for real in the 50s or whatever or back during crazy times but it was like basically don't speak unless you actually have something of value to say and then um I also kind of related to that passage that we read with Brianna a while ago where it's talking about your words having intent right and and um you know like, basically, like, a wise person knows when to speak and when not to speak, and I feel like that is also, it kind of correlates to Second Peter, where it was talking about how knowledge leads to self-control, so, you know what I'm saying, like, mm. like, with wisdom, like, because even though how they kind of put it in this passage where it's just kind of, like, I feel like if you're reading it real regular, it's just kind of like, well, you know, well, the wise nigga don't get no credit. You know what I'm saying? So why would I bother being wise when right. in reality, like, there's a lot. Like, wisdom is a better weapon of war. Right. But because people are so, because people are so loud, you know what I'm saying? They just
0: get in the way of the good. Okay, okay, I I see. So what? Wanting to be seen, wanting to be strong, wanting to be the big and bad person is not the ultimate weapon that's not the key to winning yeah like it's like if anything what's verse, sh- right what's that verse we read it was like slow to speak quick to listen you know like just being okay with not being seen being okay with not being the loudest person in the room being okay with being like quiet unless you need to say something or unless you have something of value to say and then like you said what, what Brianna had brought up is like um stuff spreads so fast so like If you're gonna say something, let it, you know, for of course have intention behind it, but let it be worthy of speaking of. Like you know, say something we're talking about.
1: Yeah, and then I just thought too, because we just I believe it's it was verse 10. Yeah, where it's talking about whatsoever thy hand findeth to do, do with the might and all that good stuff. For there is no work, nor device, nor knowledge, nor wisdom in the grave whether thou goest so like that's like a really good I, I think juxtaposition because here you have in verse 10 saying that essentially like you can't take your wisdom with you but then in verse 17 it's
0: like the best thing you can have
1: using the wisdom that saved a city essentially right. so i feel like it's just kind of like you know getting back to the whole like um vanity And how, like, some of the stuff we go through, whatever, is meaningless. Like, I don't know. Like, I'm having a hard time putting it together because it's
0: in my head, but my mouth. I mean, there's just a lot in this. There's just a lot in this chapter. I mean, it's just making use of being alive. And if making use while being alive is being full of wisdom and using the wisdom... In the right moment, I don't know. Maybe I'm trying too hard to connect with them. But I'm reading. I'm looking at verse, uh, verse, uh, four. For him that is joined to all the living, there is hope. For a living dog is better than a dead lion. Like, there's there's power in being alive, and you have something to do on this earth. And so, uh, I don't know. I don't have anything linked to that. I'm just saying, like, they're like, you know, we're here to do something. Like, do it, or you have the opportunity to do something. Do it, and um. Let me see. I feel
1: like it's like do it, but don't be so focused on trying to like get clout from it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. Not trying to be. Not trying to be. Yeah. Live for you. Yeah. Be- and then this can also go back to vanity or meaningless. Like none of that stuff is gonna go with you. None of that stuff. Like it. It literally is meaningless. Even yeah. the clout is meaningless. That's a word of wisdom to myself
1: is is for the people yeah
0: it's not and, and it just doesn't go with you it just doesn't do, like none of this stuff on this earth goes with us even as this, this chapter tells us even wisdom doesn't follow
1: so then i think though it's just kind of like well why why do i have all these goals and aspirations in life like what's the point like should because do- you're allowed
0: to and you have the opportunity to do it like why wouldn't you go all out on this earth if you can that's the beauty of god and allowing us to have this free will to do what we want and to aspire to do these things and to figure out what talents we have. Enjoy this life that you have. You know, uh, just like you said, crap happens, stuff's gonna happen, Um, you know. It's not what, the race is not to the swift nor the battle to the strong, neither the bread to the wise. Like it's, you know, life is gonna hit. Does that mean stop? Does that mean give up? Does that mean complain? No. But time and chance happen to them all. Like you get the opportunity to learn again, to try again, to do again. I think it's just real. I guess this chapter just breaks down the the essence of life. And there may not be in any, there may not be like the essence of life. This book basically concludes and says like after life, there's no point anymore, basically. But while you're here, do what you can do. And do what you want to do within reason, I guess. Yeah, I like that. Just live life. This 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 whole chapter is literally just like live life. But even in what was it, verse nine? Live joyfully with thy wife, with the wife whom thou lovest all the days of thy life, of thy vanity, which he hath given thee under the sun, all the days of thy vanity. For that is thy portion in this life and in thy labor which thou takest under the sun. Let me see what verse nine is in NIV. Enjoy life with your wife whom you love all the days of this meaningless life that God has given you under the sun, all your meaningless days, for this is your lot in life and in your toilsome labor under the sun. Love, be happy, enjoy life. Like there's, it's, life is a beautiful thing and you get the chance to do it every single day. Enjoy it.
1: Enjoy, enjoy. You know,
0: um, this, it says. So at the beginning. So I reflect on all this and concluded that the righteous and the wise and what they do are in God's hands, but no one knows whether love or hate hate awaits them. All share a common destiny, the righteous and the wicked, the good and the bad, the clean and the unclean, those who offer sacrifices and those who do not. Like, you worrying about every, like, just stop worrying about everything and just do your, do your do. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Like, how, because after me reading the full chapter, I kind of, Came to an understanding that there is no escaping this evilness. Like verse three in the NIV, like this is the evil and everything that happens under the sun. The same destiny overtakes all. The hearts of people, moreover, are full of evil, and there's madness in their hearts while they live, and afterward they join the dead.
0: Mm -hmm. And I was just like, you know, I don't know. You got to finish verse four. Anyone who is among the living has hope. Like.
1: True, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Okay,
1: go ahead. Even a live dog is better off than a dead lion, true. But I don't know, like, verse four is definitely good, but verse three, where I, like, how I was saying before, it's just kind of like, you know, at least for me, because I remember last time you were saying, like, you know, sin is beyond you, like, you don't even... Process that you like. You don't get wrapped up in trying to figure out is this a sin? Is this a sin? Uh, uh, uh. Whereas that's something that I still struggle with, and it's just kind of like verse three. Verse three. I mean, verse two and three. It's just kind of like you know, like evilness and sin, which I feel like is one and the same. But like, evilness is essentially inescapable. Like it's in the good people as well as the bad people. It's just kind of like it's more or less like how you process it in your life and how you move forward and just like you were saying just kind of like it seemed like Ecclesiastes he got over it too he was just like I'm looking at all these crazy folks that's getting the same kind of outcomes you know what I'm saying like don't really get caught up in in the um worldly
0: sorrows yeah girl yeah (laughs) exactly (laughs) that is what he's saying Mhm, I like it. I think these are both really good, like light hearted reads, yeah, nothing to like nothing to think too much about, just reminders to like just live life and remind me what Peter was and to be the best version of you. there's levels to it. like you don't have to stress about all this stuff. It will all come in line, enjoy the life that you if, if, if I'm linking the two reads that we put together, um just enjoy life, do whatever you can while you can and even as far and just understanding that what well, there's levels to faith levels to being godly. And like, it'll all fall in line with one another. You can't do one without having the other. So like, and just remembering with one comes the other. So it's all going to fall in line for you, I guess, as far as being godly or, you know, being the most effective Christian or the most effective in the knowledge of Christ that will all fall in line after you achieve one or the other. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I don't know. Uh, do you have anything you want to add?
1: No, that
0: was it. Okay. Um, yeah. I thought that was good. Ecclesiastes, yeah, that was good. How many uh, chapters does he have? I had did some research. I didn't know what like like, I didn't know who wrote this, so I was interested in that. So I looked it up. I think it said Ecclesiastes was a prophet, and he says that he is like a descendant of David or son of David or something like that. I don't think there's any full proof on that, but he's something like that. And uh whatever I read, wherever I Googled it, there were like people believed that he kind of just said it so that people would listen to what he had to say. But um, I don't know how accurate that was. I don't remember where I read that. But I, 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 whenever we have these reads, I get on Google. Like, I see what other people have to say about it. I try to see, like, how it was interpreted by others. I just try to, like, just see what, how other people interpreted it, pretty much. And so that's what I read about this. But anyways, he has 12 chapters. Oh, he's after Proverbs. I guess that falls in line with Proverbs. I haven't even gotten to Proverbs or Psalms yet. But I know those are all, like, poetry of some sort. So it makes sense that this falls in line right after those two books.
1: You're a poetry man. Like It was good. Yeah, I was like, "Go ahead, under the sun."
0: Right, right.
1: Go.
0: Yeah, yeah. This is good. Literally, this one is literally just like live life, and I love it.
1: Okay, okay. Question though, because I forget that these are all scriptures for the diligent woman. So, like, is there a way that we can relate
0: this to being to being a woman? yeah um let's look back at verse 10 because there was a reason they incorporated this
1: yeah
0: verse 10 nine, 10 okay I'm looking at this is NIV because that's where my phone is whatever your hand finds to do do with all your might for in the realm of the dead where you are going there is neither working nor. I think it's literally just like just doing it like I think that this pertains, I think this is beyond even just being like a good Christian. I literally think it's like whatever you have the ability to do, um, your talent, your, you know, your dreams, your aspirations, go after them. Don't yeah. stop for whatever reason. Don't feel limited for whatever limitations the world puts on you as a woman or, you know, just go for it. That's what I took from it. I I, I believe a man or a woman could take from this. Um, why this would be specific to a woman, I'm not sure why i guess because women it's it's doubted that women can accomplish anything you know even to this day there is that stigma that men are the breadwinners and women are the this are submissive i guess a lot of people are breaking that huh
1: the housewives yeah
0: i think a lot of people especially in this day and age are breaking that stigma breaking that connotation you know defying that but um i think just as a woman just knowing that you can do whatever you want to do like as a woman, just know that you should do whatever you want to do with all of your might. don't be afraid, um even small things like asking for a raise at the workplace, like if you want to ask for like just do whatever you want to do. I guess how would you take it as um how would you uh, relate this to being a woman?
1: No, I mean, I asked the question because <laughs> I needed an answer. Uh,
0: need
1: a really good answer
0: I guess that's what i that's that's what I would think. I don't know, okay, so how would we relate peter second peter five verse uh second Peter? Chapter 1, verse 9 through 11. How will we relate that to being a woman? Yeah, Let me find it.
1: Verse 1. What is it, 5 through 11? Mm-hmm. Um, maybe just because... Mm, I don't know. I was going to say, like, women, we kind of get into our minds a lot about things and kind of um I feel like women are a little bit more ambitious than men just because like from a man's point of view you know this is my world already so you know I don't really have to put much effort into whatever I need to do whereas being a woman you know there's already things that are stacked up against us so you know we get caught up in the idea of like wanting everything right then and there, but just with how it was structured with, you know, you have to get this first before you get this. And when you get this, this comes with it. You know what I'm saying? Just kind of like reminding us that, like I said earlier, like it's levels to it and we just got to take our time. But then I, even with me saying
0: that now, like, I feel like that can still be applied to literally anybody. Right. Mm -hmm. I think anything can be applied to anybody, but I mean, you, you know, seeing how it would best apply to you or best fit you. I think you defied it well, or yeah, I think you came up with a good enough response to that question. Um, yeah. Patience being kind. I mean, patience is, is a really big thing for me. So anytime I see that in the Bible, I'm like, okay, another reminder, cause I'm super impatient. After reading this, I've just been praying to God. Like, I mean, you know, allow me to have knowledge and be patient. Allow me to be patient so that I can achieve godliness and brotherly kindness and all these things. Like, I think I am stuck at the patience and being impatient. I struggle with that. Although it's weird because I feel like I kind of do the whole godliness, brotherly, or excuse me, I feel like I do the whole brotherly kindness and charity thing. Yeah, but
1: like an- patient,
0: I, like, I'll be impatient
1: for me for me it was my um, self control and the patience
0: self control um, in what sense
1: like um not saying that i don't have self control but more or less just kind of like realizing that the only thing that i have control over is my reaction to the things that are out of my control And in that requires me to have a large amount of self-control because I get into situations or find myself in situations where I feel like I'm just flailing about and I'm just, and like, I can admittedly say that I am a control freak. So the idea of giving up control and just, you know what I'm saying? And then even though I like to be in control, when things aren't going my way, I lose control of myself. And you know, like we were, like with the last passage where it was like, being slow to, um, fast to listen, slow to speak and slow to anger. Girl, I fail in all areas. <laughs> well, I feel like I'm, I feel like I'm a little faster to listen to people because I like to observe. But as far as being like slow to speak and slow to anger, I feel like that goes hand in hand with Mm self-control. And from us reading that passage weeks ago and then me reading this now, it just kind of brought full circle to me. Like I just need to get a better grip of myself because like, because I feel like you can't, or let me rephrase it. I can't realize that I'm not, that I lack self control if I'm not even knowledgeable of myself, and you know what I'm saying. Like I can only really gain knowledge of myself through getting closer to Christ. So like, it's, you know, like I gotta, you know, yeah, it's level.
0: So well, it's level. Doing. Yeah, I was gonna say it's level. So like, you know, you get there after you accomplish one of the things on the list. And I think I did try to just dismiss the fact that I self control is something I could work on too, for sure. Because like you said, I mean, yeah, I think I listen definitely don't, I'm not slow to speak, So I got something to say, I got something to say, and um, I, I that can definitely, um, it def- like you said, it goes hand in hand with patience, and it blocks my inability to be patient, because like, I'm, what, even like, in my relationship with God, it's like, God, are you sure, like, I, you know, we had just talked about, like, earlier this week, how, I mean, now we're clear on und- our being able to identify God's voice, but before it was like, you know, like, me going back and forth with, is this me or is this guy talking to me like, God, are you sure? Like me just going back and forth and trying to, you know, my intention is not to challenge him, but ultimately that's what I'm doing. And so that's something that I do do. And so yeah, self-control. And if I, I need to work on being more or having more self-control and being slow to speak and just really listening and not rushing into these emotions of, anger, fear, whatever, you know, and when I get past that stage of, um, or when I get to a point of having self-control, having control over how I react to, uh, you know, certain situations and things that go on, then I can achieve patience. Yeah,
1: Yeah. yeah, yeah. because I struggle with being patient as well too, like, but not on the same level as me. I'm fully aware of my struggles in self control, <laughs> but um, I've always viewed myself as a person that has a lot of patience, and you know it just you know it's going to take a lot for me to lose that patience and once it's gone, then we're back in the self control realm mm-hmm. but um but like like once you once you gain control of yourself, it'll be i For me, how I took it's just kind of like, once I get that together, it'll be easier for me to be patient in other ways, not necessarily saying that I'll just be all patient all the time, but you know, like, yeah, it's back on the levels.
0: (laughs) I feel you. I agree. That was a good end discussion, too. I don't have anything more to add. If you have something to add, then I'm all ears. Nah. Okay um well we're closing up so you know what to do
1: okay it's prayer time (laughs) (laughs) all right um lord thank you for bringing me and constance together here on this zoom and allowing you know the wi-fis and all that stuff to work you know effortlessly flawlessly um i thank you for you know opening our minds and hearts and allowing us to you know actively decipher both of these passages and come to some realizations, and I pray that those that are watching this also are, you know, relieved of any, you know, doubt or questioning or any, or any other thing for that matter. Um, and I pray that through our discussion, they, the people that watch this, you know, come to their own realizations and. Everybody just gets closer to you in the in the end. And thanks for waking us up and all that good stuff. And I appreciate you. In the name of Jesus, i pray. Amen.
0: Amen. Um, before we conclude, first of all, let me say the uh for those of you guys that are listening that want to be ahead of the game for next week. Next week we are reading Proverbs chapter four, verses 23. Okay, it will be next Wednesday, so you guys don't have to worry about missing another episode next Wednesday be prepared to listen in on our discussion regarding Proverbs chapter four, verse 23. I thought we only had one. Uh, like I thought the only one verse verse that we had was that James verse. but um, we had one today and we have next week is only one verse as well. Chapter four, verse 23. So that's exciting. Um, before we conclude this, I wanted to challenge you to list 10 things that you were thankful for. Uh, I think, this was an activity that I was doing last year. I did this a lot, like just practicing gratitude and just being grateful for the things that God has. And recently, I'm um, in my prayers. I realized that all I've been doing, like I've just been sitting and I've just been thinking about everything that God has done. And I, I get overwhelmed with the um, amount of things that he's done in my life that I kind of just don't think about on a daily basis. So I want to challenge you to list 10 things that you were grateful for, that God has blessed you with in this day, in your life, whatever. And I will do the same and then we can conclude this.
1: Are we doing it right now? Yeah. Okay, okay. Um... Uh, no, in no particular order. No, yeah, go ahead. (laughs) So, um, I feel like I don't thank him for waking me up often enough because that's a real thing. Um, people die in their sleep. Um, I am thankful for the food he provides me, the clothes that are on my back, and the roof that he maintains over my head. Um, I am thankful for the, like, situations that I've gone through as of recently because they've, I've learned a lot just about who I am as a person and how I want to maneuver through this world. And, you know, even though they didn't really go my way, I am coming to an understanding as to why. Um, dang, I don't be doing this either. I'm thankful for my family, thankful for my mom um and my sister, and just with her support and everything i don't be I don't be saying that enough. I'm gonna have to tell her when we get off of uh, the zoom too <laughs> um seven. I am thankful for the people that he puts into my life because whether or not they've solidified their spot in my life is a different situation. But I realize that he brings people, he connects me with people so that I can learn so that I can grow. Mm-hmm. And it's through those experiences that I've just figured out a lot of stuff. um, dang this is tough um I only got two more let's see what else am I thankful for uh I'm thankful for
0: I don't know you want to hold you want to sit on those two and while I list my 10 we'll see if I can list my 10 I haven't thought of them today but um, and I'm about to start making us do this like every episode because there are great you know God is always working in our lives, and it's so easy to complain like crap, I wish I had this, I wish I had this da, 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 da. it could be going like this, and he's doing so many great things so let's go with my ten um number one, super thankful for uh both of my brothers I'm so blessed to have those exact two men in my life um they have been with me through everything. Like literally everything. They know me for who I am and accept me for who I am. And I could cry just thinking about it. So I'm super grateful for them. Grateful for my mom. Um, grateful for my friends. I'm glad I start crying. Grateful for you. That's three. Okay. Grateful for my friends. Thank you for you. Um, I guess I'll tell you right here. I'm just super grateful for our relationship. Uh, my relationship with you has brought me closer to Christ. It's brought me closer to knowing who I am. So I appreciate it. Um, super grateful for this house that I live in. I realize that not everyone has a home. And I mean, I've been in a situation where I didn't even know where I was going to lay my head at. So something as simple as a roof over my head is so important to me. Um, so grateful for the food that I eat. Um, so grateful for the literal bed that I lay in. I remember like sleeping in, I don't even mean to get emotional. I just get emotional. Super grateful for the bed that I lay in because I remember sleeping on the floor, sleeping on couches, like having a bed is so important to me. So I'm so blessed to have that. I'm super blessed and grateful. I think I'm on five for the fact that I know what I want to do, and I'm like, I know my talent, and like, uh, I found that out early, like, I was able to realize and recognize um, the talent that God blessed me with, and so I'm so blessed that I recognized it so that I can work towards it. Um, I guess I got an early head start, whatever. I found it at the perfect time, so I'm grateful for that. Um, Just like you said, grateful for the things that I didn't receive, or the situations that I got, and the things that I the situations that I was placed in, although they may not have been the best of situations in that moment, they've ca- allowed me to grow. i super grateful for the things that God did not grant me with, even though I asked him, asked him for them because he knew that that wasn't what I needed and that it would take me down the wrong path. So super grateful for that. I can think of several different instances where I asked God for certain things and I was, um, I was declined those opportunities. And I'm so blessed to have been declined those opportunities because they were not um, what I needed to be doing. Um, let me try to think. Super grateful for, grateful for uh, my hair business. sounds really silly, but like for the longest time, I did not know where to get weave. And so I'm so blessed that I know where to get weave now because that was a journey along on its own, just like having to watch hella YouTube reviews. Um, So what is that? Seven, right? Um, Let's try to think. Number eight, super grateful for um, my dad. God rest his soul. But so blessed I've had a man that was like in my life that was there for me anytime I would call i um, super blessed to have a hard work and hard work, just two hard parents Super blessed for them. Um, super blessed for the fact that my parents made it to America. A lot of uh, immigrants that cannot make it to America. And had I been born in Africa, I don't know where I would be right now. I have a lot of cousins that are fighting to get here and they can't get here. So blessed for, so blessed to have been chosen to be one of the few that were born in America out of my family line. So blessed for that. Um, last thing last thing last thing last thing um super blessed and thankful for unemployment bought a car with unemployment money so <laughs> I've been needing a car for the longest like and that's another thing so blessed for everybody that was okay with driving me to and from and around because I know it was a burden and it wasn't easy but I'm so blessed and grateful for the fact that I got employment money because I bought a car and yeah those are my 10. Do you want to add two more? Or are you still pending and thinking? If you're still thinking, that's cool. You don't have to. Sorry to the world for crying, but I cry a lot. Um,
1: it's good, though.
0: No. If you don't have anything, that's fine. You can write them down. Come up with the two by the end of the night. That's a challenge for yourself. You have to complete the list of 10 because he does so many things for us. You got to identify the two, even if it's on your own time. Um, I think
1: the reason why I can't really list two more because the last two that I'm like, not even that I necessarily can pinpoint it, I just know that there's still some things that are going on that I know that I should be grateful for, but I'm just like, I feel like it, there's like one thing that I know that needs to just be like taken out of my heart. I just needed to leave, but <laughs> it's like taking its time or whatever. So I'm trying to find the gratefulness in it. Okay. Journey,
0: so. I mean, it's alone to identify that.
1: The self awareness that he's giving me right, right. now, because it's—I right. feel like I'm in a very reflective mind space, and I'm learning.
0: Yeah, and that's a beautiful thing. So that's good too. And I um, didn't mean to put you on a spot like that. I just think we should come up if 10 was too much we can limit it to five but I think we should do 10 like every episode if they never just come up with come up with as many things as we can list because I mean glory be to him we wouldn't be here if he wasn't awake just like you said waking us up like people don't wake up people do not get to wake up and we got the opportunity to get another chance so I mean that that is a blessing and so anybody else that is listening I challenge you to do the same thing um come up with 10 things that you were grateful for gratitude is a super great thing to practice and um after you know when you're doing this on a daily basis coming up with 10 things there's no way you can be upset about life because you realize oh wait i have something or you learn to be less upset because you realize the good things stop focusing on the negative focusing on the positive and you know that'll keep you in a positive headspace
1: mm-hmm.
0: yeah um and just also remember there are some people that just don't have what we have like it be so much more worse there are people my brother always says that there are people unfortunately that are like living in countries that where there are genocides and bombs just going off in the middle of the night and like we don't have that so that's a blessing alone on its own too. Like um, it's just, it's just a blessing. It's unfortunate for them, but even them, I'm sure they could find some good things in their lives to uh, count. But I won't speak for them, but yeah, didn't mean to take this episode down that path. It just came to me came to me while we were praying, so I wanted to do that. Um, yeah. <laughs>
1: They put me on the spot, bro. Sorry,
0: sorry. But I mean, it gets you thinking, you know, next time we can do like I'll text you next week, but like we can come up with the list before we get on so we don't have to, you know, like just on top of reading the verse, come with your list of 10 things. Okay. That's that's the homework. That's the homework. Read the verse, read our verse next week and then um. Uh, come up with their ten things, because it's it's literally only one verse, so it shouldn't be you know too long of a thing to go over. But okay, that is the end of today's episode. If you guys not are not already doing so, make sure you are following Consistency Podcast on Instagram at Consistency Pod. Make sure you are following Benicia on Instagram at
1: Benice. It is B N E A S E, and then I have a podcast too as well, where you know I talk about black cinema and as. A whole bunch of stuff honestly and that is called the morning after show and you can follow that on instagram at the underscore morning after show
0: okay and uh yeah make sure you follow both of us and i guess that's it peace <laughs>